Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, good here, morning. Here we are uh, in March, and we're uh, processing prayer. Uh, what a great uh, opportunity to keep reminding us that it's just lovely dialogue with you know the mm-hmm. Father through the Son and the Holy Spirit, and uh, it's a privilege. Uh, that's why we have the Holy Spirit within us, so that He can talk to us, and we can right. talk to Him. And the same thing that Christ. Uh, experience with his disciples where they were with him all the time mm-hmm. they could dialogue all the time and he said that that's what prayer is about um, and i think that's one of the things that's so important about us having this discussion i um, in this season i know and i know you feel these too but um especially when i am talking to newer believers um and and honestly when i minister a lot with young moms i get a lot of um comments about you know it, it's so hard to spend time with God right now mm, because mm. I've got, you know, this one, as soon as I sit down with my Bible, the five-month-old wakes up and is crying and the, the three-year-old is running and doing whatever. And so even stepping people into the realization that, yes, there is time and place that we seek out solitude and um, with our with the Word and, and prioritizing that, this relationship with God, this prayer relationship we have truly is a 24-7 thing. And so even as our, we're interrupted by whatever unexpected, unexpected interruptions hit us um, throughout our day, we can also know that we have the ability to have constant dialogue with God yep. and to continue to check in with him as we walk through the dailiness of life, yep. um, as well as beautiful set-apart times we have in prayer yep. you know, to truly focus. And, yep. and I think that's important because I think not everybody realizes they put prayer in a box of it is the 10 minutes that I sit down when no one's bothering me and that's the end of it or it's what I do at the beginning of a meal and that's all they really see it as sometimes right yeah and the um, uh, it's just to keep expanding the, the thought about that is that mm-hmm. it's not something you go off and do because <clears throat> right. you're doing life already with him just talk to him right yeah uh, and that's why you can pray without ceasing is because you're always talking to him he's talking to right. you um, and see what he does is uh, like he did with Cornelius and Peter is I'm doing things because I'm putting things together <clears throat> that is involving more than just you mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to use you and I'm going to use others and trust me that uh, you'll begin to experience the magnitude of that that it's mm-hmm. not really only about me and it's not just me Right. Uh, it's just me playing a, the part of, of the path of God that interacts with other people. Uh, on the retreat this last weekend, um, we do this uh, exercise, as you know, uh, out of Ezekiel 34, where they go off and they mm-hmm. uh, they start at a certain place. And it's always about, we start them out with Psalm 143, uh, cause me to hear your loving kindness, which, by the way, is co- covenant loyalty. Cause me to hear mm-hmm. 
what you're going to speak to me today and cause me to know the way I should go and teach me your will. Um, and mm-hmm. then now pray that and now go and start here and let God speak to you. And they do. Mm-hmm. And God comes back and he sets very specific things. And we had, uh, so we had one guy and he was, he was going through the, these verses. And um, the one thing that, that you and I do uh, with Dan and Linda is uh, while they're talking, Father, what is it that you're trying to reinforce with mm-hmm. them? Um, and it's not a, there's no system to it. Right. Um, it's, you, you know, here's the verse, here's how it applies, here's what I'm going to say. And, and so he's talking, this guy's talking, and uh, and God tells me, <clears throat> he says, I, I want you to tell him this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I say, I make a statement. And he says, stop a second. What did you say? And I make the statement again. He mm-hmm. says, oh, my gosh. He says, now I understand something then I didn't have any idea what was going on but the, over the last 30 days I've been hearing that oh that's so cool Don't I you didn't love when I that didn't happens? know I didn't know mm-hmm. and I did nothing with it because I wasn't sure what that was mm-hmm. so that was God talking to me ahead of time to get ready for this and right. I'm supposed it was to pre- it was him preparing his heart for what he was going to speak to him yeah right? yeah and, and see it wasn't that, well, um, I know, it's, it's God says, well, I want you to say this. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I've said it to him. And he didn't tell me that piece of it, by the way. Right. Uh, I've already said that to him, and he didn't know what that meant. And now he's mm-hmm. going to. And he was blown away. And right. by the way, so was everybody else. Uh, because, you know, I'm working both sides of the deal. And I just need you to be faithful mm-hmm. to carry out the instruction I'm giving you, even when it doesn't make sense to you, right? Uh, stay with me and let it, you know, let you enjoy, you know, the fullness of that, you know. So it's it's such a beautiful thing. Uh, so um, as we move on from uh, uh, Peter, we're going to go to here to Paul. This is uh, these are actual prayers uh, that Paul spoke, and they have some truth to them. So it's it's uh, something that he wants us to understand. Again, look at it as how to pray. Uh, what okay. are the elements of how do we to pray? So go to Ephesians uh, 1 uh, and read verses 15 through 23. Great. Ephesians 1, 15 to 23. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Sorry, hang on. (laughs) That the eyes of your understanding, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Okay. Uh, So he says that... um... I don't cease 
continuing to pray this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that he, he you know, because he says this in various places, uh, like in, in Corinthians, he says, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, uh, no eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has prepared uniquely for you. Right, on right. On the path. So he's not saying that, you know, this is just God take care of it this way. He's saying these are elements as you start to walk the path of God and, and live out the uh the things that God has prepared uniquely for you. So it becomes a personal right. thing. These are elements of what prayer uh, contains that I want you to understand. Um, he says, uh, first of all, uh, that the Father, the God of our Father, uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you in verse 17 what? Mm-hmm. The spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Okay, so um, one thing I'm going to pray for which, by the way, you, you need to pray for yourself as well as for others, mm-hmm. is uh, wisdom uh, and uh, uh, revelation mm-hmm. as you get to know God. Mm. So um, the words here mean something. Wisdom, interesting enough, the word wisdom here is uh, the truth that God knows that mm-hmm. can specifically be applied to your personal circumstances. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's really cool. So uh, it's not theology. It's mm-hmm. not lofty things. It's you need wisdom. Right. <laughs> on the decision. To navigate this to thing na- in life To navigate right now. <laughs> the stuff that's you, and it's unique to you, so I'm praying that you mm-hmm. receive it. Uh, it's going to be through revelation. You can't figure this out. Right. Uh, you're going to have to hear it, process mm-hmm. it. Uh, similar to what we learned you know, last time about both Cornelius and Peter, and think about the simplicity of, could either one of them figure it out? No. No. Not by themselves, no. no. they couldn't. If they would have said, well, you know, Cornelius could have said, well, I guess I'm supposed to come up with my own idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Peter would have said, I have no idea what this means. I guess, I guess I'm supposed to eat unclean food. I guess, is that it? You know, and, uh, well, no, it was through revelation. How? Prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll get insight, you'll get truth, you'll get, uh, you know, uh, God's wisdom. And then the knowledge, in the knowledge of him, and the word there is not knowing about him. Mm-hmm. It's experiencing the nature of God in your circumstances. So now that you know and receive it, and we talked last time about tithing, for example. Right. Okay, now just go to the simplicity of that. What is God trying to show you? you being everybody in the world right uh the significance of tithing what what is he trying to show he is your faithful provider Ah, he is above it all hey look i'm trying to show you the reality is i'm your provider Mm -hmm. and i'm asking you in order to experience it the just shall live by what by you're gonna have to trust me Mm -hmm. by faith don't ask me to be your provider and then you give. You take what I've given you and you give and then I'll prove to you that I'm your provider, which is right. what I want you to experience. Okay, so now think about this. This happened to Linda and I when we first got married. We just we learned it right away. By the way, I fought it pretty hard. Because <laughs> we were broke. Like, yeah, right, but right. that ain't gonna happen. You know, I don't see I don't have to see any way this is gonna happen. And I, you know, got, and I got the one thing I did, I didn't even know I was doing it. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. And then finally right. it's like, okay, 
okay, I guess so. Um, and then we start getting financially blessed immediately and get out of, get out of financial trouble. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, now when you learn that and you know, you have knowledge, experience, right? what now do you understand and live out the whole rest of your life? God's my provider. Mm-hmm. He is my provider. I now know that. It's not about I know he could be. You I know, know he is. I know right. maybe. I've experienced it. Why? Because I received wisdom, mm-hmm. revelation, and I now experience the na- the very nature of God. See, and that's why I said you're going. When when I do these things, you're learning more about me, right? And who I am. And when you see it, you're going to keep moving forward. And the beautiful thing we've never had trouble with tithing, even when we were went bankrupt. We mm-hmm. never had trouble with that because uh, God said, "I'll take care of you." And he did. Mm-hmm. Even through the bankruptcy, we were taken care of. It's really interesting. That's beautiful. Uh, I didn't have as much money, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, we, you know, we lived. And uh, it's that little funny little side story is, uh, you know, when I was bankrupt and I was kind of moping around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to a Bible study weekly in a small group, um, and they knew my problem, and they knew I was moping around. They kept trying to, you know, help me, but I was I was pretty uh, mopey. And I, we'd walk into the small group every week. And a guy came over to me every single time and he pinched my arm. And he says, well, I see that they haven't eaten you yet. <laughs> you're fine. You look like you're eating fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I think God's taking care of you. And, uh, mm-hmm. and he did, yeah, he really did, you know. And so, uh, but you learn it because you experience the life, the nature, the power, the might, the beauty of God. He said, I'm praying that you get to that point as a way of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and then he says um, that then, as you do that, the eyes of your understanding is enlightened. Right. Okay, now, he takes it a little bit deeper. So he's saying, um, actually, you're going to receive wisdom, but I don't want you to receive it blindly. Okay. Um if you understand something, what what does that mean? That means you're you're really comprehending it. Comprehending. You're, you're understanding more of what's going on than you just have what you have the more eye. of the reasoning of it. You have more mm-hmm. of the purpose of it. You have more of the uh, activity. There's a fullness to understanding. Yeah, there's a wholeness of it. It is more than just seeing it. Yeah. yeah, that I understand it. So I'm not mechanically just doing it mm-hmm. uh, so that, um, you know, as you're, let's say, teaching a, a youngster uh, addition and subtraction, mm-hmm. you know, you could memorize the tables. Right. And you could do the math. Mm-hmm. But if you don't go a little bit deeper, to understand what is this, how does this function? What What is going on here that you can now take this beyond a table right. and understand addition and subtraction? Uh, you understand it. Why? Right. Because you were enlightened and said your eyes, mm-hmm. so he's basically saying your spiritual eyes start to receive the bigger purpose of this, the bigger way of this, the bigger understanding of this. Like, for example, uh, we just talked about tithing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, you could tithe. Okay, I'll tithe. And I can test God, I'll get the money. Okay, good. You could 
have wisdom. Mm-hmm. You could say, um, uh, I understand through the Bible it says that revelation, and um, I know God because he did it. Mm-hmm. He says, well, do you understand something about that? Well, I did it, and I got more. No. Mm-hmm. The understanding is I want to be your provider. Right. And really, true understanding comes when you're able to apply something. That's apply, you know, apply. When you go back to the teaching um, aspect, like teaching math, you yeah. know, you can memorize the tables, two plus two, four plus four, whatever you want to do there. But until you can apply it into a word problem, we don't consider that they have truly grasped the understanding of manipulating the numbers. Correct. And why it is what it is. Yeah. And, and I know you're a teacher. So what did you, in addition to teaching them some things... What did you care about for them? You you cared about them being able to apply it. You yeah. know, you had to give them some basics, some foundational tools to work with, and then you took that and you built layer upon layer upon layer for them to be able to apply it and to apply it far beyond what even what you know I could come up with as questions. I wanted them to be able to take that principle and apply it to different things that they were seeing in life. Yeah, you know, different situations that they would hit up against. They should then be able to take the general principle, and because they truly understood it, the parameters didn't have to look the same every time. Then they could take it and put it into different situations and still have the same understanding. Right, right, because they understood it, and that's interesting enough. Is that, you know, when you're uh, like I'm, I'm working with my grandchildren, um, a question that I ask, Mm -hmm. do you understand it? Right. Um, and see, it, it, it elicits a very simple and honest response. Because mm-hmm. either you do or you don't. Right. If you do, you can say, I understand it because I got, I got this. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Do you understand it? Not really. Um, I can see the function of it. I can see the mechanics mm-hmm. of it. But no, I don't really understand it. Right. Do I say, well, you better shape up? Um, no. Okay, well, then let me let me... Dialogue with me some more. Pray with me some more, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And let me take you deeper that your eyes of your uh, uh, understanding starts to be enlightened mm-hmm. so that you see the bigger thing. You see the principle of it. You see the truth mm-hmm. of it. Um, and God says, I'm trying to always drive you. And when he says, one of the questions I'm asking you, do you understand? You know what I'm doing. Like I, I uh, we went through this with uh, Michelle's death. Um, one thing I didn't understand was uh, life cut short. Right. Um, now I knew it was his will. We'd gone through that whole thing. I, I wasn't I wasn't struggling with that. Right. But, but you were still grieving the idea that she didn't get to experience some right. of the things that were her heart's desires and were your desires for her as well. Yeah. So I didn't stop short with, okay, you took her home. Um, Okay. All right. Um, I guess. Um, I said, I I literally said this. I don't understand Mm -hmm. how come she had a life cut short. And God says, well, stay with me Mm -hmm. and uh, let me process it with you so that you do what? Understand. Mm-hmm. It's not mechanical. See, it's it's right. a it's a relationship of depth, of getting things settled, when you see what God sees uh, mm-hmm. in a bigger way. You know, and so and, and uh, you know, I won't go through the whole story. But when I said that, he said, "Well, why do you say that?" 
Mm-hmm. Well, because, because, because. He said, well, you don't understand what really eternal life's all about. Right. Um, would you like to know? Well, yeah, I'd like to have the eyes of my understanding enlightened further. Sure. Well, then come mm-hmm. with me and let me talk to you and process with you and, and spend time with me and I'll show you this. All because why? Um, I knew I knew the revelation, but I didn't know the understanding. Right. And that drives you to the joy of, well, I'm going to pray that mm-hmm. I keep going deeper and deeper and deeper of God showing me his purpose, his way, his understanding, his truth. And it's not a mechanical thing. It's a, it's a relationship thing. Uh, okay, the next one, which is kind of cool, uh, that you may know. Okay, I remember the word know. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It's to know. It's yada, to know by experience. To know by experience, not to know about. Which is intimacy. I yeah. want you to experience what is the hope of your calling. Mm-hmm. Okay, now whenever I uh, teach this, I say, well, what do you think is calling? Mm. Because mm-hmm. of the English, and particularly Americans, how do, how do most people uh, answer that question? Your calling is your vocation. My vocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get the hope of my vocation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Okay. Uh, would you like to know the truth of that? You know, mm-hmm. and, and so, again, this is, by the way, when, we, when we're talking about abiding, and this was... This was very exciting this last weekend when we did this retreat is that I went through some of that with them on the Greek and Hebrew and they're, they're, they just exploded with, oh my goodness sake, mm-hmm. uh, these English words are not that good, are they? No. Um, <laughs> I need to get to the Greek and Hebrew, yeah, and you can because of the beautiful technology we had. Right. It's gotten um, so easy, right? Um, and uh, not as a mechanical thing, but would you like to know deeper than what that meant? And don't mm-hmm. assume you do, because it's English. Um, and so in this case, uh, it doesn't mean the hope of your vocation. What it means is is that I want you to have uh, confidence, certainty, mm-hmm. that I'm taking you to my feast Mm-hmm. And you experience and, and live and, and eat the feast that I've got prepared for you. And the feast is all of the truth and all of the wonder and all the power and all the expression of the covenant life that I'm inviting you to because all you got to do is come. Um, and it's available to you. And by the way, remember what we learned about, about what Peter said? And God shows no what? No partiality. So he says... I want you to understand something. This isn't, there's no hierarchy to this. Right. There's no timeline to this. There's not, you got to be better at this. Mm. I just pray that you realize the confidence, the hope, the certainty of of your Mm. availability to eat at the feast, which I'm going to give you. You just come Mm. and do it. That's beautiful. I really hope you get this. Now, by the way, if if you got that and you said, if you know that, what would you do? You would join in right away. <laughs> I'm expecting mm-hmm. every day to be at the feast, and it's a little bit. There's, there's there's lots of dimension to it, but one dimension is is really cool. Is that um, what are you to chew on every day? His word. His word. Mm-hmm. My word is spirit and life. My word mm-hmm. is the feast. 
my word. So he says, I hope that you understand the beauty, the wonder, the joy, the privilege of coming to the feast. And don't look mm-hmm. at it as I better get this right, right. or I got to study it correctly. Man, why don't you just come? Let me give it to you. And when mm-hmm. you do, it's going to be spectacular, and it's not partial to anybody. Everybody can do it. When? How about now? Now. Um, yeah. And I want you to understand that. You know, so it's, it's such a, a beautiful truth. Um, okay. Um, and then um, he says, now this is cool. And everybody gets this backwards, by the way. Uh, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance and the saints? So I say, what's the inheritance? Um, what does almost everybody say? When you think of we'll um, see salvation is probably what they're saying. Yeah, I get I get salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to be with him uh, in eternity. And I said, okay, read it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, you can understand what is the uh, riches mm-hmm. of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Okay, mm-hmm. so I say now look at the. This is why you got to you got to write out the words. Right. And look at everything it says. Whose inheritance is it? It's his. Ah, this isn't about our inheritance. It's about his inheritance. Right. So he inherits something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who? Who does he inherit? Uh, the us. saints. Us. <laughs> so we're his inheritance. Mm-hmm. He says, as you're learning the feast, as you're learning understanding, mm-hmm. as you're learning wisdom, which you're going to be the recipient of and the, and the beneficiary of, he says, there's one thing I want you to really understand. As you walk that way, um, remember what? You're my inheritance. Mm-hmm. I get to be with you when you're with me. And I think that flips things on its head for so many people. When they start to realize that, um, that's when I see people, when that light bulb goes off, I think they begin to understand their identity in Christ. Yes. You know, because I think so many of us just look at things as, you know, such a distant father, such, you know, and, and yes, we are unworthy, yet the fact that he delights and that he would want an inheritance of us, <laughs> you know, these, these things, it, it speaks of how valuable we are to him and how much he treasures the relationship and des- and delights in us. Right. And so that changes the way we view God and we and the way we view ourselves in light of Him as well. I believe that's right. That's right. And so the uh, um, as we recognize that is it, it, that He says, you know, again, understanding would be, well, that's why I created you in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I, I sacrificed myself so I could regain that relationship with you, because mm-hmm. it actually is my thrill, God speaking, to be with you. You're my inheritance, you know, and mm-hmm. I died for you. And then, interesting enough, how do I, God says, how do I receive you? You have to die to self. Mm -hmm. When you die to self and come with me, now you're my inheritance. Mm -hmm. Uh, And unfortunately for me, it was once and for all. For you, it's not. You can can walk away and I I lose my inheritance. And you got to die again Mm -hmm. and come back and let me have it. You know, because I want to be with you. And this is why I'm praying that uh, you stay in dialogue with me and learn these things. Because mm-hmm. as you learn them, you won't walk away from me. And I get. I think it's interesting, even as you, you know, won't spend too much time on this, but the word inheritance using here, and as you're talking about, you've got to die to self. You know, he did it once and for all, but we have to daily die to self. Right. No inheritance takes place without death. That's right. 
And so just recognizing that as we see this word, what that's calling us to, it's calling us to that posture of surrender. It's not help me, it's take over. Right, and then we're going to see, <laughs> by know. the way, uh, we'll pick this up again next time. But this, it, when we do that, and now he says, um, you're my inheritance, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Because of that, and now we're together in this in the place where you're walking with me in my kingdom, surrendered to me, the king. Right. There's something I can do, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll find out what that is next time. So we'll uh, pick this up in uh, Ephesians. So we'll thanks Excellent. everybody for sharing, but it, or being with us. That we're uh, uh, we're we get so excited about this because it's, <laughs> it's so it's such a beautiful opportunity for to live in the life of God. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much and have a great day, everyone. See you next time. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.